This is a Pele Media Podcast. Welcome back to Jurassic Park Minute. Jurassic Park Minute is the fan podcast that chronicles and overanalyzes the classic 1993 film Jurassic Park Minute by Minute. I'm Kyle. I'm Brady. Uh, All right. Well, hey, you ready to get into minute number 30 of Jurassic Park? Let's do it. Let's do it. In the previous minute, we witnessed the birth of a baby dinosaur. As the baby pushed its way out of its egg, Hammond stated that he has been present for the birth of every dinosaur on the island. As the minute ended, Malcolm asked if he had been present for the birth of every dinosaur in the wild. Dr. Wu told Malcolm that it is impossible for the dinosaurs to breed in the wild. At minute number 30, Dr. Wu tells Malcolm that there is no unauthorized breeding in Jurassic Park. At 30 minutes 10 seconds, Malcolm asks Dr. Wu how exactly they know that there is no breeding going on in Jurassic Park. Dr. Wu tells Malcolm that all the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park are female because they are engineered that way. At 30.18, we get a rotating shot of Hammond, Ellie, and Grant playing with the newborn baby dinosaurs Dr. Wu looks on. As the baby twitches its arms, Ellie says, Oh my god, look at that. At 30 minutes, 25 seconds, Malcolm walks around the hatching table with his arms behind his back. He is visibly troubled by something. Hammond states that the blood temperature seems like a high 80s and asks Dr. Wu to confirm. Dr. Wu says 91. Ellie asks if it's homeothermic and if it holds that temperature. Dr. Wu confirms that it does. Grant picks up the empty dinosaur egg. Dr. Wu hands out latex gloves to everyone so that they can hold the baby dinosaur. As Grant looks at the egg, the robotic arm swings around and takes the shell from him. At 30 minutes, 40 seconds, Malcolm asks Dr. Wu how they are sure that the dinosaurs are all female. Malcolm asks if someone goes out into the park and lifts up the dinosaur's skirts. At 30 minutes, 48 seconds, Dr. Wu tells Malcolm that they control the dinosaur's chromosomes and that it really isn't that difficult. Dr. Wu states that all vertebrate embryos are inherently female and that it just requires an extra hormone given at the right developmental stage to make them male. And thus ends minute number 30 of Jurassic Park. Yeah, so uh, a lot of cool stuff going on in the scene, and I noticed watching this a flub that I had never seen before. And we, I think we want to restate, we're not here just to talk about all the Jurassic Park flubs, but yeah. if one of these things kind of jumps out at us, we're going to talk about it. The scene where the robot arm takes the egg away from Grant, mm-hmm. Grant is kind of standing there jaw agape after the robot pulls it away right he's just kind of looking at his empty hands with his eyes straight forward well ellie can be seen right behind him she's got kind of her teeth clenched this like embarrassed move like like that and then the camera immediately cuts to her looking down at the egg at, yeah. at like shoulder level with him yeah. so you know what though i've never noticed it i, I didn't either and, until yeah. watching this but you know so. it's one of those things where you you you're pausing a movie to to see what's going on on the screen you start to notice this kind of stuff so I've never noticed because all of my attention throughout this whole scene is on Malcolm. Uh, yeah. And when you see him kind of pacing around the, uh, you know, the hatchery. Yeah, he's, he's deeply troubled when he's walking yeah. around that hatchery table. Yeah. And we really start to see everything, all of Malcolm's issues and all of his theories start to uh, just sort of come about yeah. in, in this scene. And there is that one shot, the camera's kind of falling around, and you can actually see Gennaro looking at him being like, oh, shit, like, yeah, here, here we something's go. Coming. Yeah, he's got, his, he's got his hands behind him. He's clearly thinking about something. He's kind of in the shadows for most of that mm-hmm. shot, too, yeah. when he's walking around just kind of like looking at the ground. He hasn't launched into his whole thing, like Rape of the Natural World or uh, There You Have It or Life Finds a Way or any of that stuff yet, but you can see the germination of that is happening right now. He's yeah. starting to think about, like, there's something going on here and it's not right. It's not natural, mm-hmm. you know, which uh, I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are on all the ethical implications of this movie, because clearly we're seeing science gone wild here you know, in a lot of ways. One of my uh, f- probably my favorite moment in the entire movie is when they're in the, the VIP dining room um, right after they've seen the cow fed to the uh, 
to the Raptors. And that entire scene is where they just really get down to the nitty gritty about the ethics and ideals of Jurassic Park right. and this whole operation. Uh, and so I'm, I really want to come back to some of this stuff um, in that moment because that's that's you know okay. very very Fair enough. heavily yeah. laden with it. Oh, we're um, going to be at some point in the near future. We're going to talk again about Westworld because that show has gotten great. I've been following it. I know you still have a little bit of catching up to mm-hmm. do, but my wife and I talk about it as we're watching it all the time. She was she was like what's going on here is sick that these hosts are created like this and they can be tortured and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't really feel that way because they're just robots. They're not actual like living things with the memory. Well, I don't want to spoil what's going on in the show, but there might be a little bit more as far as like memory is involved. And when you're at that point, I started to kind of go back on my feelings, you know, like if this was just Mm -hmm. a computer program that was invented for a game, I would have no problem going out with a hunting posse and trying to follow like, you know, uh, track down, uh, an outlaw in the wild west and bring him to justice. That would be fun. That'd be something that would be really cool. But you have the guys on the show that just live out sadistic fantasies. Well, that's that's messed up, right? But but but, but I guess the ethics of this thing having like a memory, uh, there, there's something else going on there. So to get it back to Jurassic Park, I'm curious if you feel that there's any sort of like ethical, if there's anything ethically wrong with cloning a dinosaur specifically, if they could bring them back like this. Or do you think it's the rampant kind of like, uh, controlling their breeding and all that stuff. Is that where the problem is? Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, my, my off the cuff response would be that yes, it is wrong. Uh, that's definitely a very important conversation that we do need to have in regard to this film multiple times. So, uh, that's definitely going to be something I want to come back to sooner than later. Yeah, well, we can table that discussion for a later date because it is something that probably needs a little bit of preparation. But one of the things that happens at the scene is Dr. Wu does talk about the uh, the selective engineering to make sure that all the dinosaurs are female on the island. Uh, and I, I, do I want to say that I read in the book that was also done to make them more complacent? Yeah, more, oh, they're female, they're more docile. They're more docile. Uh, apparently, no one's ever been around a mother animal <laughs> in, her, in her chicks or her right. babies, you know. Or like, a dinosaur, for that matter. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, it, it applies to all these other types of animals that we know. It must yeah. apply to dinosaurs, too, so just, yeah, we'll make them that, and boom. I mean, li- lionesses are the ones that do the hunting. Like, you know, just because they're female. It's like, it kind of like Dr. Wu saying, like, oh, you know, uh, we're, we're going to make them female so that they'll be calm. It's like, well, you don't know what these things are like. Yeah. And, you know, raptor, yeah. female ra- male raptors could be this giant lethargic, like fat asses they just kind of lay around and eat meat all day and the you know female raptors the one that go out and like hunt down down brachiosaurus or something so that's a, a, a bit of an assumption to make if in fact they made it i'm pretty sure i remember reading that in the book i'm not 100 mm-hmm. sure but i wanted to look into the science of the statement that everything is all vertebrates are born female and yes and no it is kind of true it is kind of not true well do- while there is some truth to dr wu's statement that probably it's probably more accurate to state that every being is gender neutral at fertilization it takes about five to six weeks for the x chromosome to kick in and after that the y chromosome appears so the jurassic park scientists just deny that y chromosome to the dinosaur so you start off you know you have an xx on one side xy on the other side uh you start off with the x chromosome and then the other x comes in later or it can become a right. Y to make you a male. So it's not exactly true that everything starts off as female, but you do start off more female than male at about the five to six week period. So, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, so that's, uh, I think making them all female is uh, smart as far as the breeding goes. But as we saw, because they took a shortcut and used frog DNA in the DNA strands, the dinosaurs were able to 
to breed out in the wild. So, so preoccupied with whether or not you could, yeah. you stood, you didn't stop to think if you should. Exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of, I think probably one of the big moral problems underneath Jurassic Park is the whole Dr. Frankenstein thing of, you know, thinking like, Hey, we can do this. And I was like, shouldn't you do it? No, probably not. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so the only other thing that I've got for this minute is the robotic arm. Yeah. Did you know that that's a real thing? The Mitsubishi Move Master, and this is the RVM2 model, which I had no idea that that was a real thing. And you can get one used on the internet for $5,800. So my savings <laughs> is not as important to me as having one of these Move Master arms. So what so. we're going to do is start like a new like GoFundMe to try to buy one of these things so it can hold our mics in, in front of us, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, I had seen those things before. I knew that they existed, but um, uh, I don't... I mean, I could see them like on assembly lines and stuff like that, I think, using like sprays yeah. and stuff, but not ever to hold like a, a, a dinosaur right. egg. And I don't believe that the tracking would be right so that it could grab an egg from Dr. Grant's or hand. To, That's, yeah, to know like, oh, well, it shouldn't be in this place. Let me go yeah. grab it. Now, of course, there could be someone with controls on the other side controlling it so that it could go and steady the egg so the eggs don't flip off the table or anything like that during yeah. the hatching process. So that's that's believable. But I would like to see like Dr. Wu behind it kind of manipulating it a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, but hey, it's a funny moment when it grabs the egg from Grant. Yeah, that's very funny. It kind yeah. of lightens up this uh, very awe inspiring scene that we've been Sing so far, which um, is really driven home by John Williams' music. I think this is one of yeah. his best oh, moments yeah. in the movie is the score. You know, I didn't make a piece. note for that, but let's talk about this. And it, it wasn't a little bit in the last minute as well, is that there's something very eerie going on yeah. in all of this. That raptor looks scary as hell mm-hmm. coming out of that egg. It's, it's got its big it. eye, its little claws, its teeth are, bo- are bare, but it's so playful and like innocent in what it's doing that they're like oh hey little baby dinosaur they're like touching and it's it's not trying to attack anybody but it kind of makes a little growl at one point but the music like you're talking Mm -hmm. is very eerie it's very very kind of like uh very melodic it reminds me a lot of stuff from um uh raiders of the lost ark you know kind of that subtle background music that he plays sometimes uh no absolutely and it's you know it's weird whenever you see people playing around with like a baby tiger or something like that you know that like dude that thing yeah. in a few years is going to be twice your size mm-hmm. and it's not going to think twice about making you its lunch. Yeah. And you can see things that like cats and tigers do that look cute. Like you ever seen a, ta- a cat like try to attack something like a, a play toy or something? Mm, yeah. So they'll grab it with their front paws and then their back feet, they'll start kicking at it. And it looks cute because they're holding it with their forepaw and the back feet are kicking at it. Well, right. to us, it looks like, oh, look, he's kicking at it. But what they're really trying to do is disembowel the prey. Oh my so they're trying God. to hold it by the yeah. throat and rip its stomach open with their back, <laughs> their back feet. So with the claws back there so yeah this this dinosaur he may come out and just kind of like you know grip around uh hammond john hammond's finger but it's you know really he's thinking about holding a prey in place while he cracks its skull so uh yeah but it's very eerie there's something in the scene that's very it's one of the more maybe not scary parts of the movie but it's a little unnerving it's unnerving yeah and in the pacing the the kind of tone and and the the tempo of it it's 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 really well done and we're gonna see it get even uh Further, but even more unnerving in the next minute when we see Wu's reaction to Grant asking him if they bred raptors. Yeah, yeah. So and he's holding it. Yeah, it's it's that's this. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Very yeah. cool. Very cool scene. Yeah, very, very cool. All right, folks. Well, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Jurassic Park Minute. I'm Kyle. I'm Brady. And until next time, hold on to your butts. Jurassic Park Minute is a fan-supported podcast. If you like the podcast, then leave us a review on iTunes. You can contact us at JurassicParkMinute at gmail.com and visit us online at JurassicParkMinute.com, Facebook.com slash JurassicParkMinute, and Twitter.com slash JurassicMinute.